gates, troopers door troubled souls, one of God's servants. Play down, cut the grass till we see the serpent. Oh, one day, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh, God, come back home. This crazy all right. What's up, everybody? This is Jess Weber in Camp Berg for Fighting for America. What is going on? Happy birthday, Cam. I wanted to tell you. Ha- happy birthday, Jess. I want to tell you. Oh, that's very strange that we both have birthdays three days apart. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, man. Interesting. Our parents uh, were doing this very similar activities at the same time of year. It could have been the same day. And it could have uh, been. It and I could have came three days later. Unbelievable. No kidding, man. That's right. My birthday is today. Cam's was three days ago. Um, today is not a birthday birthday episode, but it can be. But it also is breaking news because there's a lot of things breaking. Also, Cam, did you see the open monologue for SNL? No, I did not. You didn't see it with Woody Harrelson? Nope. No, I didn't. Well, we are but I know Woody's been on some stuff, so I'm curious if he said something that was anti-woke. Well, he definitely did. And My we're going to listen to the whole the whole thing. Should we listen to the whole thing? It's six minutes long. Let's do it. All right, let's do it here. We're going to wait for these commercials here. We're going to skip trial. And uh, we're going to key it up here. Add to stream. All right, here. This is the SNL uh, Woody Harrelson uh, this past Saturday monologue. Here we go. Harrelson. Thank you very, very much. Hello, you beautiful people. And and you ugly people, too. (laughs) I just, uh, this country seems so divided, beautiful, ugly, black, white, blue, red. I love everybody. Maybe because I'm a redneck hippie. Uh, You know, the red in me thinks you should be allowed to own guns. Amen. The blue in me thinks squirt guns. <laughs> so I'm red and blue, which makes purple. Uh, I'm purple. So this is my fifth time doing SNL. Yeah. And you know what that means. <laughs> Oh, jacket. Okay. Waiting for the jacket. Um, the last time I did SNL was around Thanksgiving 2019, three years ago, and you would not believe what happened after the show. <laughs> the next day it was a Sunday, as it always is the day after I do Saturday Night Live. It's like a pattern, I noticed. Anyway, I went walking in the greatest part of this city, Central Park, leaned against a tree, 
and started to read the craziest script. Oh, okay, full disclosure, I smoked a joint first. <laughs> the reason I like herb more than alcohol is because it makes me feel good, no hangover, and I never wake up covered in blood. <laughs> but regardless, I have decided to quit smoking pot altogether, and I'm sticking with it till after the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, last week in Austin, I was talking with my friend Nick, and we have a lot in common. He wrote True Detective, and I was in True Detective. I'm vegan, and all the animals he eats are vegan. Uh, anyway, I was complaining about how I start smoking around noon and get progressively dumber as the day unfolds. Forget basic words, simple objects, E-T. Cetera. And I, I was hoping that the wifey poo might say, oh no, that's not true. But instead she says, at least you're aware of it. <laughs> and I say, well, that, that doesn't feel like much consolation. And she says, think of all the dumb people who don't know they're dumb. You're ahead of them. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Uh, but on top of the herb, I'm a wee bit of a, are we a bit of a drinker? I don't know why I went Irish there. Right, anyway, but, but in a personal triumph, last year, I had seven months with no alcohol. And five glorious months. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, oh yeah, I was telling you about that script. So uh, I blazed a fatty. Which, uh, you know, I, I got in L.A. At, at my dispensary, the woods. I mean, obviously, I didn't <laughs> transport the herb from California to New York because that's highly illegal. <laughs> my manager, Jeremy, did. Yeah. He, he muled it from L.A. Uh, yeah, he's speaking of Jeremy. He's here tonight. Yeah. Roll him under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> He's newly single, ladies. Very handsome. Yeah, I know he would prefer <laughs> that I talk about our movie Champions. It's coming out in two weeks. Uh, it's comedic masterpiece, but I'm not here to sell Champions. It's, it sells itself. Projections, projections have it making more than Avatar, but whatever, I'm no salesman, you know, I don't know. Uh, where was I? Yeah, okay, no, so three years ago, Central Park, Sunday morning, the Lord's Day, trying to resist the temptation to puff too early in the day. Of course, I succumbed. Like a lot of people, I have a devil on one shoulder, and on the other shoulder, I have a larger, more frightening devil. And there's a battle going on in here, you know? I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that I am many different things. Anarchist, Marxist, Marxist ethical hedonist, non-discriminatory empath, epistemological deconstructionist, Texan. <laughs> but back to the tree in Central Park in that script. Put yourselves in my place. Lay the curve of your neck against the roots of the tree. What, what kind of tree was it? I mean, what kind of trees? They Get had? into it here. I didn't think it was going to be this long. Oh, yeah, it was a palm tree. So lay, lay your head on the palm, 
fire up a hooter from Jeremy <laughs> and start reading. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea <laughs> Being uh, to do drugs? I do that voluntarily all day long. <laughs> anyway, it's about that time. Still no Jack. Okay. Well, we got a great show for you tonight. Jack White is here, so stick around. All right. He, I guess he that, that I guess I should have just played the viral clip that went around. Um, I thought there was longer uh, context to it, but I guess not. Well, uh, he was on Saturday Night Live. Yes, and he mentioned the exact same thing, and he makes a good point about how, uh, you know, pretty much it is a cartel. There's no question about it. Forcing us a drug to lock you down. And then you can only come out if you take the drug. And then you got to keep taking the drug. Like right. the, that's disgusting. Yep. And there's uh, more and more uh, whistleblowers coming out. You know, average, everyday people. Past two weeks, it's been like, I've seen a lot of it personally. And I've seen, uh, you know, like uh, Matt had the nurses on uh, yesterday on his Instagram page. And, uh, there's a doctor I know she's, uh, been very vocal. Like I personally know she's a, a doctor at Fort Bragg and she's been extremely vocal. I don't even know how she's still working to be honest with you, but, um, it, I think people will wake up if they hear people like Woody Harrelson or actual doctors. Cause everybody trusts the doctors and the nurses. That's why they went and took the cartels drugs to begin with. Right. Yeah. Well, this is breaking. Um, Wall Street Journal says U.S. Energy Department report says lab leak most likely source of global coronavirus pandemic. There you go. There's the, there's your validation of uh, to all the conspiracy theorists out there that it was formed in a lab and it was leaked out. And we were all told we were wrong. They said it came from a bat and or who knows where, well, you know, but there's your validation. And sure enough, this will get buried like any other article. In Absolutely. Um, I mean, while I mean, they while they have congressional hearings with Tony Fauci, and he's just like, "You do not know what you're talking about," you know. When we know that everything started in uh, a lab in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and they mm -hmm. relocated it in the Wuhan lab, uh, it's common knowledge amongst the conspiracy theorists that this is a this was a bioweapon that was released on us, and they're injecting us with bioweapons. This is the exact same Cam, This is the exact same thing for getting us kicked off YouTube. Is that we said that it came from a lab? Yep. In Wuhan. This is how we got demonetized and deplatformed um, on our second channel. Um, but there you go. So um, I mean, I, I mean, what do you do? I mean, like the truth is there, and they'll still demonetize you and deplatform you because we're telling the truth. I mean, well, hello? you have to, you have to wait for them to green light the wall street journal to say something about it, you know, but like you said, that'll probably get buried. And that was a, you know, inaccurate statement and they'll fact check it, especially now that they have Chinese fact checkers. I don't know if you saw that, but we've got that going on now too. Well, I also think it's because they also have to tell the truth 
now they have to tell the truth later. So when we go back in 50 years, they're like, well, Wall Street Journal reported well, on it. That's um, right. You know, CNN said it five years later that the, here's all the 75, here's all the docs, all the docs from Pfizer saying right. what could happen. They didn't hide right. it from the American people back then. That's right. It, it was uh, just dismissed by the conspiracy theorists you know, three or four years prior to the five years it took for CNN or wall street journal to say something about it. Right. Exactly. Um, I guess, um, let's go into Ukraine. What's going on with Ukraine. Uh, Brad Pazzi releases a song with Ukraine president, uh, Zelensky listening to same here. Uh, did you hear the song? Did it, it, he gone woke? I have. Oh yeah. I saw that. I saw a month ago that Brad Paisley was trying to, uh, uh, get money donated to Ukraine, and I, I went ballistic in the comments. Of course, there was a lot of people that went after me, but there was a lot of people that were saying the same thing that I was saying. It's like, you th- look at, you know, Brad Paisley's doing State Farm commercials. He's with, you know, uh, the you know the NFL guys and all that stuff. You know, we got, uh, uh, what are the brothers? Oh, my God. What brothers for what? The two The two quarterbacks. Oh, the um, the guy that looks like well, looks like me, right? Or no? No, 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 no. God, any other time I'd have been able to spout it right out. It was the he, the brother, Peyton, Peyton, Peyton Manning and yeah. Elon Manning. Yep, they're not even friends, or they don't even talk to each so, other. So, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you see all them doing commercials together. Everything's mainstream. Uh, Brad Paisley completely sold his soul. Interesting. I'd be okay. Well, there you go. Country's going woke, I guess, huh? Yeah. Well, you think about NASCAR's going woke. Everything Ooh. that was NASCAR's you know, going woke. Why oh, do you say that? Yeah, man. Oh man, that's uh, that's old news, brother. Uh, you know really? they did away they did away with the Confederate flags. Uh, the whole thing with uh, Bubba Wallace, where every garage anywhere in the world has a a rope that you pull those bay doors down. He was saying that it was put there by white supremacists to, you know, to, to threaten him. I don't know if you remember that, but it was the whole BLM thing. He had all the white guys push his car across the finish line, had like 17 FBI agents come out because of a rope that I have in my oh, garage. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, no, I, I remember that. That was dumb. Yeah. I let go. I looked, I stopped watching NASCAR and all that happened. Really. It kind of went to shit after Dale Earnhardt died. Yeah, it did. I remember that when you hit the wall. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to my uh, my Twitter here. I've been saving stuff on Twitter because uh, some stuff is just very strange. I don't know if you saw this. Um, we're, going, we're still talking about Ukraine. This uh, video right here, The uh, everyone's like, uh, you know, a glitch in the matrix again. Uh, there's a double of him right here. And they say uh, that's. Oh, look at that. They say that's his, uh, you know, his double, right? Right. Or not his double, but yeah, maybe his, you know, whatever he's standing. Well, or uh, it's not unusual for uh, these guys to have doubles, clones, whatever. But it is unusual to have one literally standing right there in the background. Right. So everyone's like, no, that's his security guard. Okay. That's what everyone's so security guard is wearing his same clothes and looks just right. like him. But if okay. you look back here behind this guy, that's the security guard that they're talking about. Right ah, here. he's hiding right here. That's mm-hmm. the real security guy. No one knows who the freak this guy is. 
and they're wearing the exact same outfit. Maybe the pants are a little different. It looks like. So this is here. It is. See, they, everyone was like, "Here's the twins." Here. Yep. And then everyone got the was, exact same shirt on. Exact same. So this is yeah. This is like so why would the security guy have the exact, exact same, same haircut? Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. Um, where is I want to know. So yeah, I want to go to Stu Peters. So this is the guy right here. Mm-hmm. Everyone thinks this this guy here. They think this that's him, but he's right here. Yep. So everyone now you go back to okay, who 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 is this guy? He must have a double, and why would the double be with him? Yeah, exactly. Unless they're doing different photo ops, maybe there's another Joe Biden that was going to go walk off with him in another direction. I mean, it's it's all theatrics, you know. It's uh. So, so I'll point. Someone says that it's easy to edit someone and just pause it and edit him in the same frame. No, you can't. This shot, the guy, his haircut is a little different. So, and what would be the point? I mean, what would be the point in doing that anyway? And anytime something that looks suspicious comes up, oh, it's CGI. It's this. It's that. Uh, even like the stuff that we were talking about with Demar Hamlin, the 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 inconsistencies with his tattoos and all that stuff, and they're like, oh, it was. You know, somebody photoshopped shot that, and I was like, no, I actually went back and watched the live footage from the actual uh, Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and dude was missing a tattoo on the side of his neck. I I don't think there's another picture of him with his ears. Um, I saved it on our thing. Um, yeah, there's something different with his ears that uh, just clearly looks completely different. Different, yep. Um, but uh, you know, everyone will still play the game. I mean. Yep. I don't know, but when are we going to get the truth out? But as far as this whole thing with Ukraine, uh, I noticed last week my dad watches the woke financial network, uh, MSNBC, or yeah, I think it's that, where like Squawk Box and stuff like that. And I noticed that all the uh, female commentators were either wearing gold or blue blouses. All the males were wearing the Ukraine colored ties. I know it's the same thing where they're interviewing other people from corporations and uh, government, even, you know, like people who are in Congress and all that. So it's like, nobody's, nobody wants to rock red, white, and blue. So who exactly is calling the shots here in the U S now? I mean, we, we are right at the, the brink of a nuclear war. I think world war three has already started. I just, I'm just waiting for, you know, the, the real, war that people are used to uh where there's tanks and missiles and all that crap but i think what we have going on is more of a the psychological aspects and and a a more of a a soft kind of war where there's not actual you know boots on the ground if you will other than u.s boots on the ground (laughs) against our boy there putin yeah and you know they're also talking about cam they're also talking about if you side with russia you are a domestic terrorist. You That's are right. against us, you and you will be put in a 15-minute city, or you will be put away, just like the January Sixers. You know that's yep. what's going to happen next if this Ukraine war really starts pumping up. Um, that you know, Europe claim they're they're saying that they're at war and they should and Ukraine shouldn't be taking the whole war themselves. They should join them. That's what uh, mm-hmm. Europe is talking about. I don't know if you saw that on the news. But this is interesting. Made abortion illegal after 12 weeks. Stop CNN. Stop Facebook. Built 30,000 churches in 60 years. Taking on the LGBT. Oh, I don't know why there's an O. Wants Soros dead or alive. And he's obviously why left wants, you, wants to hate him. And that's Putin. 
Um, Makes sense to me, allegedly. I like that quote. Um, but uh, I'm listen, I don't know the truth about the guy. You know? No, and, and that's all by design as well. So I, I can't say I'm for him or against him or rooting for him or whatever. I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I mean, they had us hating him for our, our entire lives, you know, and we've talked. I was going to gonna say that. <coughs> no, we've talked to Russians before and they're like, some hate them, some love them. So it's, it's a mix. Right. And, you know, the whole thing, like you said, I mean, really from. And also what, what I'm going to say would also play into just being awake. I mean, our entire lives, we were taught to hate Russia, hate Putin. Mm -hmm. And uh, those of us who see what's going on, who's actually able to peel the scabs away and see the nefarious stuff that our government has been involved with, where had you asked me that, I don't know, back in the 90s or something, I'd be like, there's no way America would never do anything like that. Our government would never do anything like that. And then you, you know, the further you look into things, it, it just does not look good. But there's still a lot of people who just they they still think that September 11th was pulled off by 19 hijackers. They still think that Ukraine is the hero in this story with Russia and you know Ukraine and all that crap. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Zelensky also mentioned the fact that if we don't, the people that don't support Ukraine better start supporting Ukraine, or else we're not going to be the center of NATO or something like that. What did, did you understand what he was talking about? No, I heard something like that though, but it just it just seems like uh whatever Zelensky says is is what we're supposed to go with. And the guy's an actor. He's uh you know, this is the same dude that was dancing around grabbing dudes' asses while he was wearing leather and stilettos and playing a piano with his dick, you know, but he's supposed to be a war hero when they've green screened him to make him look like he's in the battlefield, but yet Hollywood actors can go over there, Biden can go over there, you know, it's President's Day. Uh, he goes to Ukraine instead, you know, and stand with Ukraine to more money to Ukraine promises, promises more money like the mm -hmm. taxpayers haven't given them enough already. Uh, they made these videos where they've got young girls talking about if, if America doesn't help us, who will? And you're trying to play on people's heartstrings. They, they air that on CNN. Uh, yeah, it's just a big, massive psyop going on. Yeah. Here's a word from the resident of the White House. So clearly he's uh, embarrassing to this country. Um, hmm. No question about it. But while we, you know, we're getting on this whole thing where, you know, he went to Ukraine when we yeah. actually had an attack here in the United States and he, you know, was not trying to help the people of Ohio. I just sent you a video that I think is worth taking a look at. Yes. It's about, you know, four or five minutes long, 
but it covers a lot of information that you may not have known about, uh, like the weeks up before this attack happened. All right. Is it, let's just this is make sure there's no ads here. The war you're in. Every single one of us watching right now are in this info war. Every single one of us are in. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. Greg Reese. Yeah. The film White Noise was released on Netflix in September of last year. It's about a train crashing, exploding, and burning toxic chemicals off into the atmosphere, creating a major health hazard for miles around. Reflecting what just happened a few weeks ago in Ohio. White Noise was even filmed in the same area, just a few miles from Ground Zero in East Palestine. Some people will call this a coincidence, but these days, believing in coincidence can cost you your life. And there is more. Just three months before the train wreck, the city of East Palestine began adopting the My ID digital bracelet system into their local emergency services. Being touted as the ultimate ID system, My ID is a digital ID company dealing primarily with digital ID bracelets for the medical industry. Bracelets designed to make it easier for first responders to access your medical profile in the event of an unexpected emergency. And just a week before the crash, they began handing these bracelets out to all the residents of East Palestine. Also, two weeks before the crash, the CDC updated their page on vinyl chloride, removing their section on how it affects children and raising the safe exposure threshold. Neil Donald Walsh wrote, there are no coincidences in the universe, only convergences of will, intent, and experience. Not only does the Ohio train crash appear to be a deliberate attack, it appears to potentially be a very deadly attack. Three days after the train wreck, authorities called for a controlled release burn. Controlled in that they would initiate the spark that will burn all the chemicals and cargo together in a massive chemical fire, potentially putting millions of people's lives at risk. The vinyl chloride spill at Camp Lejeune was small in comparison to what happened this month in Ohio, but it still poisoned over a million people and it took decades for the effects to materialize. A new federal lawsuit against Norfolk Southern alleges that 1.1 million pounds of vinyl chloride was spilled into the local environment. The vinyl chloride metabolite chloroethylene oxide attacks human DNA and can take years to start showing up as cancers and other disease. There is arguably no safe dose for exposure. Leading expert in the study of vinyl chloride, Dr. Julianne Baer, agrees and says that nobody should be drinking the local water. According to Dr. Baer, vinyl chloride gets transported into homes via the groundwater. She says it comes out of the water into the air, and that's really the major route of toxicity for the liver. It comes through the air. While some argue that burning it resolved these issues, that seems to be false. Dioxins are the deadly toxins behind Agent Orange and DDT. They are generated when chlorinated chemicals, like vinyl chloride, burn. In fact, 
the exact reaction that happened in East Palestine when they decided to burn vinyl chloride and PVC pellets together was arguably the most efficient and deadly way of dispersing dioxins into the environment and could equate to being one of the biggest chemical weapons attacks in history. Some are saying that tens of millions of lives could now be at risk. And that number will keep growing so long as humanity dismisses these attacks as coincidence and continues to do nothing. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. So, what's your uh, what's your take on that whole deal? I actually have a guy that's going to jump on real quick and talk to us about. Uh, he was in East Palestine. Uh, he said he wants to jump on real quick and just tell you his take. But uh, while I do that, what's your thoughts on East Palestine? Well, it does seem to be a deliberate attack. It uh, from from everything that I've seen, it looks like they had one rail car that was actually leaking. And had they not burned it, it would not have had nearly the adverse effects it had by actually uh, burning the other cars as well as those PVC pellets. Um, it just looks like it was all done by design. I think it's, uh, you know, like like they say about, you know, coincidences. It's no coincidence that they had that my ID thing. They started handing out to people just beforehand. And then the fact that they had the Netflix white noise, uh, basically verbatim of what happened. No coincidences there. I saw, I saw, I watched part of the white noise. Um, uh-huh. It was about some weird uh, professor that was obsessed with Hitler and it right. was very boring for the first hour. Then the train hits uh, and then everyone is evacuated. And, and, um, well, I don't I know think, if the whole focus think, is on it, but it is in it. I haven't seen it, Bob. Just, you know, I saw the the trailer for it. I've seen what people said about it, you know, including the whole Hitler thing, the Nazi thing, which we actively have, you know, uh, the Azov Battalion and other Nazi groups, you know, that we're dealing with with this whole Ukraine and Russia thing. Uh, we have Nazi scientists here that have gotten to our uh, the medical industry, our you know, their scientists, uh, just about every Ukrainian Kravitz. And I also, my personal belief is that leaving our border wide open our southern border wide open has allowed even more infiltrators to come in so i'm looking seeing all these attacks we're seeing uh you know uh, all these food processing centers and animals you know th- these factories blowing up to have uh animals in them you know the food processing again uh also the um refineries bunch of refineries catching on fire now uh, the factories we've seen in Florida. I'm wondering, uh, even when I see chemtrails in the sky, it's like, who, who's doing this? Who is doing this? You know, um, I'm sure they could find criminals that would do that here in the United States. But if you've got our border wide open and you've got people who have no allegiance to this country whatsoever, they could right. come in, carry these attacks out and then be carted off to wherever they want for safe haven, you know, or, or wait for them to get the green light to do something else. Right. I mean, these guys, I mean, uh, we had Libby on the other day and it's basically they have a chemical spill and then they usher these people and they're going to usher them into 15 minute cities. And that's like the world plan. Right. We got twisted. We got twisted on right now. He's going to tell us he was in East Palestine. He's going to tell us uh, what he saw twisted. uh, Welcome to the show. 
Um, brother, you were in East Palestine in Ohio. Correct? I was. Yeah, so, Friday night we went over there. So tell me, what is it? What are the people saying? What is going on? What's really going on there? <laughs> yeah, well, we were trying to donate. We've been wanting to donate some money. I live about an hour and a half west of there. I didn't just want to like dump my money into some somebody I didn't know. So we went over there, talked to a lot of locals. Um, we went for the Aaron Brockovich event, but it was so jam-packed. The overflow seating, we couldn't really hear. So really, we just connected with the residents. Um, first of all, we saw three Norfolk Southern trains loaded with hazardous materials while we were there. So, you know, they nuked this town just to open the railroad, which I think is pretty obvious. Um, I think the point I want to make, guys, is that can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. Um, uh, there's a lot of people are raising funds. People are bringing stuff over there. These people, they need uh, independent water testing and independent soil testing. Um, I talked to the one lady who lived about a half a mile from the uh, accident, and she said, if you're within a mile, Norfolk Southern is offering to pay to clean your house with this chemical because it smells so darn bad. Um, you know, if, that nobody really knows exactly what's happening, but we know it smells bad. We know that we don't trust the tests that they're doing. Um, they left their homes. A lot of them came back. Think about a town of 4,800 people, right? A lot of these people just came back. They, they are, I mean, they live, you know, they're not able to like just leave town. So right. um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of fear, a lot of anger. We were, um, in the one overflow event we were in, Aaron Brockovich walked over and talked to us in just a very small, um, you know, small setting. And, uh, you know, she was just telling these people, there is no magic fix. There's no, you know, thing that we can do to fix this. Um, but it is dangerous. They shut off the aquifers. So like the school water fountains are all taped off. Um, they're telling people don't use their wells. Um, uh, you know, what's going on there, I think, is still being discovered. I think a lot of stuff is going to come out, but people need independent soil testing, independent water testing. They need, you know, people to support them in like, you know, you got to pray for these people. You got to um, put attention on it. What you guys are doing right now is what they literally ask us to do. They were like, can you guys just continue to draw attention to this? Because that's how we feel like the world cares. The world sees us. You know, they know there's not no quick fix to this, but, um, you know, they just want, uh, they want to be, to recognize that their lives have probably been pretty much screwed up for 20 years. Yeah. Did they, yeah. Mention, did they mention like their animals are dead or the, the, I mean, is that a real thing or we've just seen a couple cases here and there? Yeah. No, they did say they're, well, the only thing I heard is their pets were sick. So their pets were not, you know, somebody said their dog was, you know, acting funny and had a swelled face. They saw the dead fish. But what you have to understand, so we talked to two ladies. The one lived a half a mile. She had evacuated and was living in a hotel. And by the way, she had went to Norfolk Southern to get reimbursed, and Norfolk Southern fought her to reimburse her that money. They were like, oh, you have to have an itemized receipt. And she said, I had receipts, but they weren't like how they wanted it. So they, out of the $2,300 she came to collect, they were trying to give her 500 and then she was scared to cash the $500 check in case it would disqualify her from a lawsuit. So, right. Um, but the other lady lived on top of the hill. She lived 
up above the town. And, you know, she said she had zero effects. You know, she only lived like a mile and a half, but she was the other way. So it's all about downwind. Right. It's all about the river. It's all about the wind. It's all about the rain that goes up and then spits it back out, you know. Um, and Twisted, you had mentioned about the independent test. I think that they should have two or three different independent checking each thing where like if you turn a sample in of water soil it should go to two different ones so they can be independently tested that way it's not carted off where somebody can be compromised yeah i i think you know they're not trusting anybody i mean most of these people are nervous you know the investigators that were coming up to investigate some of these events their planes crashed and killed five people who can tell they're not going to literally try to yeah, I mean, it's it's so crazy. They could intercept, you know, samples. So I totally agree with that. Um, but these people haven't had the offer. You know, when the when they come in and they say, we'll test the water for you. I mean, it's like the fox guarding the hen house. I exactly. mean, you know, so and the other thing I just want to throw out there for like the audience here is. So you have a mile radius of the accident. But then the real problem is downstream. And so we need to be paying attention to the towns down below, down toward the Ohio River and into West Virginia. There were people there from West Virginia and they have smelled it. They have seen the effects of it raining and the rain doesn't look right. Um, you know, something oily showing up in their water. So, you know, it's not just East Palestine that needs our attention. It's the towns i don't know hundreds of miles south i mean Down i saw an, i saw a guy running at air qualifying an air test on the, on the east coast and he was showing all these spots that he's never in like seven years of doing this seen the air quality like that so um we gotta you know the attention needs to be on more than just east palestine agreed do you guys ever remember seeing this uh in ohio this image right here you can yeah. still not figure this was over Ohio during that time. Do we still do we have any idea what this could have been or did anyone talk about it or those people that I saw that were, you know, took pictures of this and took video of this. It's just like, you know, right before the earthquakes uh, in Turkey and everything, they saw weird things in the sky right before then. So uh, it, it does this have anything to do with CERN or harp or who knows, you know, I, that was where, where my mind went when I saw that. I mean, I know that might be reaching, but who knows? Yeah. I want Project Blue Beam. Project Blue Beam, yeah. Well, really. Um, it's, I mean, we don't know, but I don't know about that. But um, as far as Ohio, um, is there anything else that you can tell us about? Like, uh, I mean, you were there there. Now, they have the actual trains just still sitting there that are charred up, or did they take everything out? We drove to try to the scene of the accident and the road is closed before you get there. I'm not sure how close. So most of the new guys you're seeing get there. They're getting on a back street, going to neighbors that have property that backs up to it. You can't actually drive down to it. So it was all backed up. It was actually dark by the time we got over there and they were doing the cleanup. Um, so, you know, I don't really have any details on the cleanup. They are cleaning up and I did see Michigan. They're sending this dirt and this water to other states. So, that's going to be an issue. Texas is balked. You know, they were taking water to Texas and dirt to Michigan, and both of those states are trying to stop them. But um, every, what I saw on the ground there just is just the residents. There's no quick fix. Uh, if you want to donate, don't donate to just anybody. We're going back next Thursday. Aaron, uh, the Brockovich, and the 
legal team are there again next Thursday. They're building a massive lawsuit. I mean, this this uh, lawsuit coming. It's just going to take time. And so, you know, um, you know, the residents, the ones close are supposed to get reimbursed by the railroad. If, you know, if you people can raise awareness for that, that these people don't try to weasel out of even doing that. That's uh, that's what they need. So. And what you said uh, is the same thing I've heard about people that, you know, these are just middle class people. They don't have the means to just pick up, and, you know, and uproot their families and move. But I've also seen where other scientists who understand the, you know, the long term effects this can have on especially women that are pregnant or you know want to be pregnant. Children, uh, they're talking about, you know, like women, you know, this this could affect childbearing for three or four generations. So if 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 there's some kind of fund that could help move the women and children away from there, uh, that might be yeah. something that we really need to be looked at as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't get pregnant in East Palestine right now. <laughs> All right, Twisted. Thanks for coming on and letting us know. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Have a good one, brother. All right. There goes Twisted from East Palestine. Um, Cam, I want to show you um, uh, this these videos from East Palestine and uh, and get your take on it. This guy is an independent uh, soil tester. So we were just talking about it. We're looking for a lot of chemicals, including dioxin. We're doing a lot of soil sampling and water sampling. My view is that it was a bad decision to release it and burn it. So I have undergraduate and graduate degrees in chemical engineering. I mean, I brought respirators and stuff with us. The problem is you, to wear a respirator, you need to know what to protect from, right? Hydrocarbons, acid gases. We're here, I think, the first group independently to try to figure out what's really here because what they were measuring most of the time is what they call VOCs, which is just some generic. It's not a specific chemical, right? I couldn't in good conscience until we get some sampling data know what to protect against. I've been involved in these before. They know that things are going to dissipate with time. So they measure things that don't really matter. There's evidence that when you burn vinyl chloride poorly, and it was definitely burned poorly because it's such, had such a black plume. If you think of the old days with a carburetor, if you had the air-fuel ratio wrong and you had black smoke, that meant you had too much fuel that not there. And that black is right. carbon, right? So it doesn't combust all the way to CO2. When there's incomplete combustion, there's there's evidence that part of the vinyl chloride goes to dioxin, and dioxin is one of the most deadly compounds known. If you measured air, it has a lot of components like oxygen, nitrogen, it might have carbon monoxide, right? So if you measure VOCs, volatile organic carbons, that doesn't tell me anything other than you're measuring carbon. But I want to know, is it vinyl chloride? What is the individual component? So they purposely measure for the cheaper instrument total hydrocarbons, but I want to know what the components are. We're going to be looking. So um, there's an independent guy checking. Um, his next video, he talks about how, you know how they said they, they did a control burn? Right. Well, this is what he has to say about a control burn. I made all the decisions. You got a control burn? Well, there's the lie. It wasn't a controlled burn. It was an uncontrolled burn. See, I'm a chemical right. engineer as well. As well as a top health and safety guy. I've got undergraduate and graduate degrees in chemical engineering. You're the first actual expert that we've gotten to speak to. In your opinion, why do you believe that it was an uncontrolled burn? Why are you using that terminology when so far everywhere else we've seen that it was a controlled burn? You could go to a place called West Liverpool downriver, and that's where they burn hazardous waste. And in a hazardous waste uh, situation, they very carefully control the temperature and the amount of oxygen so that they get complete combustion, right? It's time, temperature, and, and amount of air-fuel ratio. 
there's no controlling of the amount of air that gets in there. That's why you saw all that soot. So it's not a controlled burn because a controlled burn would have to be like in a furnace or in your car or some system where you control the fuel and in other words, the vinyl chloride and the amount of oxygen. So they didn't do that. So it's an uncontrolled burn. That's right. So they, there you go. I mean, I remember when they said they did a controlled burn. So I was like, oh, okay. They did a control. So a lot of people felt like safe. When they said well, they, that, they used that language to make people feel safe, but the only thing that was controlled about it was who it was that set it on fire, and which was uh, the 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 owners of the, of the rail lines. It it was uh, the the rail line itself and its in, its top investors, Vanguard and BlackRock, and mm -hmm. and of course the the uh, the Dewine, the governor of Ohio, that greenlit the whole operation. Yep. Here's an interview with a lady in East Palestine. It's gone. Yep. And why do you think it's gone? I think because it's getting so much coverage. Right. Ten minutes after you guys left, they started taking it down. They tore it apart with their whatever those things are. But there was white substance inside of it. I mean, something was in something there. Right now, too. I think I'm just so used to the smell. I don't even smell it anymore. Because I went down to the just the wood line. I wasn't even in there. And they told me I can't be back there. I said, this is my property. I'm taking pictures. So the train is gone. Yeah. And why do you think it's gone? I think. So I guess the train is they changed. They fixed everything. This they're getting like... rid of the evidence or they're trying to get rid of as much evidence as possible. I saw a video earlier this week uh, with Benny Johnson. He was just trying to get money out to like the 10 most affected families uh, or maybe it's 20. Cause I think he wound up giving like, he gave all of them a thousand dollars. I think he wound up giving like $20,000 away. And as he went up to talk to these people, I mean, th those pieces of those burnt rail cars in some of these people's backyards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, when those reporters started getting down there that weren't getting arrested, because I guess it had finally made national news, because in, in the beginning, they weren't allowing any journalists down there. They were arresting journalists, but it just it, it went viral so fast. So they're, they're just trying to get out in front of it. Yeah, this they shut the power off. I don't know if you knew this, but they shut the power off in that area and it caused all these people's food to go bad. So yep. this lady got a thousand dollar check from someone. And she was a little hesitant to also cash it, but she had to replace all her food or whatever. But right. And I've heard that some of these people who are actually taking this thousand dollars, it it there's there's language in there that says that these uh that 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 you know, once they take this money, that that's it. They're you know, nothing they can hold nobody else accountable for anything. Yeah. I want to go to this interview uh, or this press conference real quick and see what it was all about. We do understand that there were a lot of um, hazardous materials that were that were spilled at the incident. However, um, we really need to look a little bit more at the data. We are looking, working, excuse me, we're working very closely with our federal partners at EPA. Thought there was going to be a little shocking stuff there, but I guess. Well, I mean, it just shows there you know, FDA approved exactly. Uh, you know, like if the EPA, the FDA, and all them are, you know, any of these three-letter agencies, you know, it's no good news. And we're talking about controlled burning, and then you see that, you know, they they showed that aerial view 
with that big black plume uh, controlled burn would not do that. Interesting. Well, there you go. Ohio is in trouble. I'm sure we're going to hear people getting sick in a lot in the future, or they're going to be ushered into a 15 minute city that they started building. And I don't know where these uh, medical tags um, uh, they're trying to push, but it seems right. like that is seems like they've been this was planned. I, I mean, right. I think so because because if you look at the language for the World Economic Forum and uh, the World Health Organization, this uh, a catastrophic event like this where where they can say, okay, this place is condemned. We have to put you in these 15 minute cities. That's that's what they want to do. Like they want it's problem, reaction, solution, and then you wind up in a 15 minute city, aka concentration camp. That's right. Guys, we are live on Facebook and Rumble at Weber's Way. And then uh, if you want to watch us on YouTube, we are at Fighting for America, just so you know. Um, also, in the news, uh, let's go. Oh, yeah. I want to show you this quick picture of uh, this was, uh, remember this guy, his ear. Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin, yeah. Uh, the tattoo is missing and his ear is different. So this is what they were pointing out. I mean, did the guy have plastic surgery after the sur- after the heart attack? Like, that's what people <laughs> want to know. Did he get his tattoo removed during the heart attack? That's another thing they want to know. And he started a business while he was dying. So that was all these things he started and raised $9 million just for his um, heart attack. Right. So Alleged. Alleged heart attack. I, I'm, I'm sure he's dead. Um, also, um, let's go left because you always love going left. Oh, yes. Here we go. This is, uh, this is exciting. This is going to be very exciting for you. Here we go. This is what they're teaching our children. This is a child, a child who performs at RuPaul's drag events, who's sponsored by Crocs and whose mother runs a kid drag account with sexually explicit performances like this. No child should be performing adult entertainment for adults. This is not expression. This is child exploitation. What kind of parent brings their child to perform with adults and in front of adults wearing BDSM gear and lingerie? What kind of parent is okay with their child being sexualized and behaving in a sexual manner? What kind of parent is okay with their child touching their privates and performing with an adult taking off their clothing? What kind of parent allows their child to perform with a man wearing a BDSM mask? How old are you, they ask? 13. This is a 13-year-old whose childhood was stolen and who taught this child to lick their hand and touch their privates to entertain adults. You see, this goes beyond failed parenting. This is the byproduct of a toxic TikTok culture that's already sexualized our children. And yes, these are pasties on this child's body. It's not enough to protect children from sexually explicit adult performances. We have to protect children from becoming the sexually explicit performances for adults. We stop the exploitation when we stop the grooming. This. Oh, I didn't know it was that bad, Cam. Wow, that's pretty bad. Uh, That's bad. I thought it was you, a little bit, but it's a that was a lot. That's bad. That oh, is bad. And bad. I'll tell you, uh, I don't have to. Agree. A lot of people think that Stu Peters is a little too hardcore. I don't. 
I think that he says exactly what needs to be said. And anytime that something like this comes up, he says that, you know, like these people that have these events, uh, the parents, anybody who's involved with sexually exploiting these children should have a speedy trial to where they just go out back and, you know, like the best way to take care of them is uh, a, a nice caliber of something to go in the back of their heads. And I could not agree more. Uh, yeah. Here is another woke video. Um, I, I believe it's a church uh, painting their oh. stairs. Oh, uh, rainbow. Huh? There you go, Cam. I'm just typing a video. Is that all right? Are you, are you, is this Christian? And what are y'all doing here? Is it a church? What kind of a church? And you're doing this? Is God for this? God is for is God for same-sex oui. marriage? Where's that in the Bible? Oh, you don't know? Imagine that. God is love. Of course he is. But he's holy too. You believe God is holy? You believe he's got commands? And do you believe we should obey them? Do you believe we should obey them? Because Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yeah, but love, love is not on the expense of truth, is it? Yeah, but this is an abomination to God. I do. Do you read your Bible? Do you read your Bible? But do you read your Bible? You don't? But this is supposed to be like a Christian church or something, right? Yeah, but a Christian is a Christ follower. You're not really following Christ. Christ. Are you following Christ? But this is an abomination. Of course. This is a, this is disgusting. Um, God is love. Uh, Cam. Yeah. Do you agree well, or, I mean, do you agree I, I, I no? agree that a covenant in a marriage between a man, woman, and God is love. And I don't think that uh, God doesn't love sin. He doesn't. He loves sinners. He hates sin, and they are green lighting sin. Like, hey, it's okay. We're not going to talk about how God actually feels about this because. We're going to have a drag story here next week, and we're going to say it's in the name of Christianity. And uh, this is just more false prophets and, and more disgusting crap that we'll be seeing more and more of unless uh, something is done about it or God just comes down and smites those who are doing this because it wouldn't be the first time that he showed his anger on something like this. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I thought it was the rainbow for, you know, Noah, they were taking well, back the rainbow clearly way off. That would that. have been nice. That would have been nice because the rainbow originally was given to us as a promise that God would not flood, uh, the world again, but, uh, it was hijacked and, uh, now, now they're grooming our children in the name of all that. Yep. 
Uh, here's some uh, another, uh, since it's February, it's Black History Month, Cam. So let's brush up on our black history. Here we go. Okay. Questions on race, black women are left out. In discussions on gender, black women are left out. So what are we doing about this? First of all, we're surviving, so mind your business. And while there are people who will literally demean black women while having hashtag black women will save us in their bios, we're saving ourselves. We're creating frameworks like intersectionality theory coined by Dr. Kimberly Crenshaw in 1989 and my mentor, Feminista Jones, who created Black Women's History Week. You might be thinking to yourself, what, another week of commemoration? And if you are, you probably have a privileged identity, in which case, hi, shut up. Cleverly created between Black History Month and Women's History Month, Black Women's History Week daily prompts to elevate and celebrate the contributions and personhood of Black women. It starts on February 25th and ends March 3rd. It's an excellent celebration and challenge to name more than Beyonce, who we do absolutely love, but there are more Black women than just Beyonce. Day one is naming a Black woman you admire. Day two is... Do you have a Black woman that you admire? Um, Just want to... Sure. I know, I personally know Black women who are great, but one of the great things about them is they don't fall into this construct of this insanity. Okay, I just want to know. Is a favorite moment in Black women's history. If you don't have one, study up. Day three is a Black woman uh, who admire from another country. And no, Africa is not a country. Day four is for a Black woman whose contributions have made your life better. Any Black women made your life better? Um, there was a Black girl that I dated one time that made some of my nights better. Ah, I like that one, Cam. <laughs> Here we go. Day five is to celebrate a black woman artist. Any artists, black art? Nah, probably not. Day six uh, is for a powerful quote from a black woman. The powerful quote from a black woman. Uh, Who did that black woman say that those nights? Uh, you like this ass, don't you, daddy? All right. <laughs> I love that. That's a good quote, Cam. Final day is a day of self-celebration for Black women. And if you're not a Black woman, it's an excellent exercise in being okay with something not being about you. Many thanks to Feminista Jones for creating this amazing framework for Black Women's History Week. Make sure to participate in the challenge and to celebrate Black women, not sure. just these seven days, but year-round. You should probably also pay us and hire Pay us and hire us. They're trying to collect money on this curriculum. But let me ask you something, Jess. Is this woman white? I don't know. Something's up with her hair up here. Anytime I, I see, like, the vast majority, and it's not every time, but the vast majority yeah. of the time that I see uh, this stuff being spewed is a white liberal female. And they were talking about gender, too. So they always got their gender in there. It seems like it don't matter what it is. Like, they, they have to turn it into some kind of perversion about sexual orientation for some reason. I just don't understand that. She's a feminist. Sure. Uh, so that means she is full blown, been sucked into these. Looks like she's a lesbian. Yeah. Well, so, I don't know. Something's going on here. Is that her? Uh, it's her first Valentine as a married couple. Yeah, that's a guy. Is yeah, it? She's got curly hair. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. She might be black. I guess she's black, but she's got. She does not have brown eyes. That's the thing. I she's very. She's she's high yellow. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's up with the thing around her head, but it must be a style or some sort of, oh, it's like a cleaning. When you clean, you wear those things, right? When you're cleaning the house, you wear those. Depends <laughs> <laughs> uh, on who you work for, uh, because, you know, like you can get the girls to come in the maids out, maid outfits too, with no panties. Yeah. Well, I don't know. She seems like a mix. 
And usually the mixed girls try to do it too, you know? They try to... Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like all, all the common folk, all the common sense black people that I know have no part of this nonsense. Yes. Um, also in the news breaking today, um, uh, Jake Paul lost his match. I don't know oh. if you care about that. But he lost his match. Uh, let's see what he has to say. Uh, well, shit. <laughs> uh, didn't think I'd ever have to make one of these videos, but shit happens, I guess. This is still the best job in the world. Thank you all for the support. All right, so uh, just so you know, Jake Paul lost uh, today. It was a split decision. Uh, so that must have been a boring fight. So what was he doing? Was he doing? Was he doing the boxing? Was he doing the UFC boxing. stuff? Boxing. This boxing. is boxing okay. with uh, Fury. Okay. Um. Yeah. Hey, man. I always thought his fights were predicted. I thought he would always be like, send them a letter and say, "Hey, you're taking a fall in the fifth round." Uh, I like, feel that way too. I don't. I don't think that there's anything that he's doing that's really legit. I'd say he's more of an actor than anything. But this not saying he doesn't. He, that, that doesn't mean that he's not athletic. He doesn't have skills or any of that. But I think he's just an operative that does what he's supposed to do. This could set up a rematch. Jake wins in the rematch, and yep. then the third one is another big money maker. Right. Exactly. That's when Fury takes the fall. There you again. go. All right. So we've already predicted that. Other than that, I, oh yeah, I want to bring this up. This is Whole Foods. I don't know if you shop at Whole Foods, but this is interesting. 75 stores whole foods is the undisputed leader in organic foods and promotes locally grown but the i-team has found that much of whole foods organics are imported from china that's right Obviously, i would have never flipped it over to see that it was a product of china but the usda doesn't inspect imported foods it certifies private inspectors to do the job Whole Foods employs a company called Quality Assurance International, but the company confirms QAI has not certified any products in China. There's growing concern about the quality of food from China. Already this year, the Food and Drug Administration, which checks for food safety, stopped 260 shipments of foods like strawberries contaminated with bad pesticides, bacteria, or filth. I think it's probably not an accident that product of China is in such small type. So there you go. Uh, if you shop at uh, Whole Foods, I wouldn't trust. And Whole Foods is also where we've been seeing where people have had to scan that QR code to get in there. Oh, I yeah? saw something. Yeah, I saw something a while back uh, about Whole Foods where it was talking about the imported stuff from China and yeah. that stuff that actually may have been certified as organic or uh non-gmo stuff like that actually just they just stick the stickers on and they just scoot it through and they're actually uh running gmos and stuff that may sit in what they consider an organic environment but it was not grown organic so right. gotta be really careful with that if you're wanting something that's truly organic buy from your local farmer's market that's right. This last video for tonight is called um, Eyes of the Devil. It's on YouTube. We do recommend to watch this on YouTube. I don't know how, why it's still on YouTube. I'm, I'm shocked. But here's a clip from the mo the documentary. Uh, it's pretty shocking. Here we go. The kids' clients are very rich. They even come in their own private jets and helicopters from fuck who knows where. They are picked up at different locations. Filthy. 
to give you context of this video, this is about child trafficking and what they do. They they pretty much rich people buy them, whatever. And then this a little twist at the end. I had no idea, but here we are. Rich. They pay a fortune to spend time with a child. Everything's arranged with the medical team. They know the child will not survive. And if it becomes crippled for life, nobody's going to look after it. So it immediately becomes an organ donor. Those brothels have branches all over the world. With operating rooms. There are high security sites. Few people know about them. There are no regular brothels. We're talking about huge money here, so... They are perfectly organized. It's not just some dude or madam sitting there. It's all professionally set up. Like a corporation? Yes, like a corporation as complex as a corporation. There must be a medical team on standby. Someone must look after those kids. Someone must organize. The transplants and everything. There must also be someone that helps them. Search clients for the organs out. It will continue. The demand is huge and they won't change. Holy cow, Cam. We, I, I believe you sent me that one. Um, that was a very eye-opening of what they do to these children. They get these children, they, they mess them up, and then there's a medical team ready to go to take their organs and then go sell the organs or whatever they do. Yeah, And it seems like they do even more research as far as, like, find these children. Maybe they check to see what blood type they are. Maybe they have they their do. medical records. Um, that's, that was the whole thing about the Obamacare thing, where they could track everything that who was having a child, and then they could find all the medical records that way, find yeah. the child, beat the shit out of them, sexually abuse them. Kidnap them. Yep, sexually abuse them, them, kidnap them, torture them, and then... What kill them and 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 harvest their organs. I mean, it is just twisted and dark and sinister and satanic as one could possibly imagine. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. That was a really weird twist about the organ harvesting. I thought that was a whole separate thing, but there's no, it's all tied into one thing. Holy cow! Um, and that's a year old. That documentary is a year a year ago, so it's nothing new. It's been on no, YouTube it's not. for a year. Um, the link is right there. I don't know if a lot of people that don't know this, but you can actually snapshot this, this on Instagram and then you can actually, your phone can actually scan the, uh, link to get to the link instead of typing it in. Other than that, that is the end of our show. Um, lot, a uh, lot of stuff to discuss at the end of the show here. I want to show you this. Uh, my brother's book came out. Uh, my brother, uh, is into AI pictures. This is for children. Um, it's called Yarn Animals Scarf Portraits. Um, it's uh, it's it's just for kids. I mean, let's see here. Um, let's pick. Uh, what's your favorite animal, Cam? A dog. Uh, a dog. All right. Let's. Oh, there's no dog in here. I don't think there's a, a dog. Horse. 
A horse? I don't think there's a horse in a here. A rabbit. I a white rabbit. I see a rabbit. Well, uh, you pick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think Cam's favorite animal is Carry the koala bear, huh? Hey, we like koala bears, yeah. There you go. Uh, there's Kenny the kangaroo. Oh, uh, he's got uh, a roo. These are all AI images. So I guess he uh, designs it through AI technology, and you can get the book. Uh, it's great for kids uh, by my brother, Michael Weber, on Amazon. The link is in the bio. I don't know if you've seen the terminal list, but I have to show these off, Cam. I'm sorry. Go but ahead. These high-tech sunglasses, Navy SEALs only wear these sunglasses, right? If you've seen the TV show, The Terminal List, these are the original ones right here, man. You sure those aren't the Terminators? That's right. I'll be, I'll be back. back. Um, just had to show you off. For my, this is one of my birthday gifts, uh, one of many uh, from <laughs> – this was from my mother. Uh, she must have heard that I wanted them. Other than that, and they're made in the USA. Um, also guys, if you want to support us, we are doing a, a raffle. We're raffling off a, uh, the Weber's way wood logo, the Punisher logo. I don't know if you've seen it, Cam, but, um, no, last time you told me you were working on it. So I guess you've completed it. I completed it. Um, I wish I had some photos to show. Maybe so you're do. sleeping on the job. I have. Yes, I do. I do have photos to show. I will, um, let's see here. So, um, uh, this thing is 20, you go to the website, uh, slash shop, and you can actually pay $25 to win a chance to win this. And, uh, we'll ship it to your house. It's literally three feet by five feet big. It's a wood design of the logo. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's black and red stain. It's got polyurethane on it. There it is. Um, I don't know. Someone said raffle it off, so we said okay, let's raffle it off. Yeah, good fundraiser idea and idea, and then somebody gets to have a piece of history. Piece of history. This is our war logo, guys. Just so you guys know. So I don't know if you know that we are in wartime right now for sure. Um, also, uh, Cam can make you smell amazing. How do they do that, Cam? Head over to Coastal Carolina Parfums. Take your pick. Uh, get you a 17ml travel atomizer or get you a 50ml of all of my fabulous, independently owned, safe ingredient fragrance brand and enter Weber's Way as your promo code and get 20% off. Um, is it, is Cam, is this, uh, let's see, let's take a look at your site here. There's the website, yes. That's the vanilla and... Um, Those are the two new releases. That is Southern Comfort and Victorian Vanilla. New collection. Okay. There's a Southern Peach. A lot of lo ladies love that the one. The ladies love the Southern Peach tea. They As a matter of fact, uh, the other night when I told you I had a big order, I have yeah. a guy who has a store in Vietnam, and he yeah. made a massive order, and uh, that's what I was... Staying up till wee hours in the morning, filling that out for him. Well, so, uh, Coastal Carolina Parfums will be sold in a perfume store in Vietnam. Wow! Unbelievable. I'm I'm yeah. impressed. I'm impressed, Cam. I am impressed. Also, guys, Donnie Mac Ten says I love fact chicks. That's great, uh, Donnie. That's really good. All right, guys, we love you guys, and remember, Jesus is definitely coming, right, Cam? Get right and get ready.
See you later, guys. Thank you.